1: Welcome back to the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. I'm your host, Tiny Levitt, joined again by 24-7 Sports Recruiting Analyst Brian Snow to cover his weekly college basketball recruiting notebook, which is a cool feature he's been doing for the past few weeks. How are you doing, Brian?
0: I'm good. You know, just taking it one day at a time. It seems like the whole world's committing.
1: Yeah, I know. It's it's really blowing up. And of course, last week, we missed an episode on the show because I was sick. So I didn't do a show. So this week, I figured we'd do two. We do a recruiting show today. And we've got news from the NBA draft, a whole bunch of guys coming back. So we're going to be back on Friday. Don't worry, Brian, I'm not forcing you to do two a week. I've got a different guest lined up. People stay tuned. Um, but Brian, I have to tell you, so we scheduled around Tyrese Hunter's commitment. He, a top 100 point guard, just went to Iowa State. And, and you told me, you know, as soon as he commits, then I can go, cause, you know, we'll we'll publish this article. And then um, all of a sudden, I get two notifications on my phone back to back. One text is you saying, all right, I'm good to go. And the other is Bleacher Report telling me that Tyrese Hunter committed. And I was like, wow, this is just clockwork. You guys <laughs> really know what's happening.
0: You know, you got, you got to be on top of things here at 24 7 sports. No excuses.
1: So, real quick, you didn't write about Tyrese Hunter in the notebook, but he's a top 100 guard going to Iowa State, continuing the legacy of point guards over there. So, so what is Iowa State getting in this top 100 guard? Yeah, you know, they're getting someone who's very fast with the basketball. He, he can get end to end
0: really quickly, he gets into the paint and creates. He's a pretty good passer. Uh, needs to continue to work on his outside shot, but he, he's real creative at finishing around the rim despite not being the, the biggest point guard. But, you know, he's a, he's a great leader. He's a fantastic kid. Everyone who's ever been around him speaks super highly of him. So he brings a lot of those intangibles and leadership qualities that you love in a point guard. And then with his speed, ability to score, and ability to see the floor, he's someone who can, uh you know, play right away for Iowa State and certainly help fill fill that point guard mix that that seems like they always have someone who's really good
1: Hop in right now, straight into your recruiting notebook. It, it really does, like you said at the beginning, feel like every single basketball player is committing. And I know this isn't the first guy you wrote about, but the first I want to talk about is Trevor Keels. You you highlighted him as someone you know th- potentially the next big guy to commit. And I don't know if you know this, but I kind of manage a whole bunch of our team site podcasts, and everyone's talking about Trevor Keels. This guy is skilled really really powerful player and and you think he might be the next guy
0: well you know a a lot of people are hoping he's the next guy right now Trevor's taking his time uh we'll we'll see you know he this is one of those times where you know kids say one thing do another and and everything like that but this one you know different times it seemed like Villanova or Virginia and he's really close and then it's like nope he's slowing down to the spring So really anything is possible because Trevor's a really smart kid and he knows all the options are going to be there for him, whether he decides tomorrow or decides in April. So he's trying to figure out really when is the best time? Should he do it now? Does he really know where he wants to go? You know, Michigan's a school that's really been turning up the heat. And of course you have North Carolina and Duke, uh, Virginia and Villanova, uh, excuse me, Louisville. I mean, it's probably the most intense recruitment in the country. And Trevor's just kind of taking it all in right now. We'll see if he get does get that itch to commit. A lot of kids in the DMV are right now. But so far, Trevor's kind of told everybody around, like, I might just hold off and, and see how this whole COVID deal plays out.
1: Yeah, I mean, when our Michigan podcast was talking about him, they were saying that Trevor plays on a pair of really, really strong basketball teams with guys going to all sorts of schools and everyone on all his teams is lobbying to go here, to go there. So, you know, it, it, it is interesting to see it play out this way with him kind of, you know, even with coaches and even with friends and even with family members kind of pulling him in all sorts of directions. He's definitely making his own decision. An interesting one there for sure. So back to the top of your notebook, you, you highlighted a pair of three stars out of California who are transferring high schools over to Tennessee. What's the story over there? You know, it's prep school basketball, especially in this day and age. You, you got guys who are going to start off in
0: one place and go to another. Uh, they're going to Hamilton Heights, which is a power program in uh, the state of Tennessee. It's, I believe, in the Memphis area or Chattanooga. I think Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Um, you know, I'm not a Tennessee geography expert. Um, but you know, it, I think it was, let's hear like Shea Gilgis Alexander went there. So, you know, it's a, it's a traditional rich program for prep schools. And, and these are international kids that are, are really going to see if they can blow up this year at the Hamilton Heights program and, and see if they can get developed to even a higher level and see the recruitment go up from what it already currently is.
1: Yeah, so these guys, Jarrett Valencia and Luis Duarte, were both three stars, formerly out of California, now out of Tennessee. Do you think this had anything to do with the possibility that uh, California cancels uh, sports in the winter, and maybe a state like Tennessee might not?
0: Well, you know, Hamilton Heights isn't bound by Tennessee High School Athletic Association rules. They're kind of an independent, so that won't play into it. The fact that they're an independent might play into it, just they can play if they want to play. And that's I think you're going to see some of that with a lot of kids going to prep schools, be it an Oak Hill Academy, an IMG Academy, a Montverde Academy, Lalamere, all those schools play by their own rules. So they don't have to do what the high school association
1: tells them. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on, we've got uh, one, one of a few high school scouting opportunities came uh, started this past weekend. We got Who Wants the Smoke? And you highlighted Josh Minot, who's a, a top 75 guy out of Florida. He's got a number of uh, good teams on his list. He's got Baylor, Florida State, Maryland, Memphis, and Texas. What do you like out of this guy? You know, he's an
0: athletic wing who can do a little bit of everything, um, you know, he, he was under the radar a little bit going into the spring, but he's got good size. He's a good athlete. Um, there's a lot to like that his upside is really high. He's got to get more consistent, but the fact that, you know, his size, athleticism and skill all stand out at different times, it shows why he has such a high major recruitment. And with it coming down to the wire, a lot of coaches are getting, you know, a little antsy hoping that they can get it done with Josh.
1: Yeah. And where, where, if you had to, uh, guess where's your crystal ball these days? Uh, you know, that one's interesting. Uh,
0: he he's down in the state of Florida. Travis Branham's really been covering him more. I think I might lean towards Memphis, but you know, that I'm not the expert on that recruitment right now.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely one to keep your eye on. These guys with uh high upside, I think, even after they commit are interesting because you feel like their their scouting is still still ongoing. Uh, next up, we got Jamarian Sharp, a seven-two center coming out of junior college. That is always interesting when when you talk about the big men coming out of junior college. What's the word on him?
0: You know, this is a guy. He kind of looks like one of the monsters from uh, Space <laughs> Champ. He's like seven feet two, almost seven foot three. Really long arms, but can also shoot. And uh, you know, in high school, he was on the receiving end of a vicious dunk by now Xavier sophomore Kiki Tandy that went viral. Uh, but since he's gotten to John Logan, he he's established himself as maybe the best big man in junior college basketball. He can really take away the rim. He's got good hands. He's got good touch. And when you you can't teach seven foot two and an ability to run the court. So a lot of schools would be at Cincinnati, Oregon, you know, Louisville has been calling recently and is very interested there, there's a lot of interest picking up in him and you're going to see him at the high major level next year.
1: Wow. And do you think he's going to be a contributor right away? Because often when you have these kind of lower major or junior college guys transfer to the high level, it maybe takes a year or two before they're really contributing to their full potential.
0: You know, that, that'll be interesting. Yeah. He's got another year at junior college. And from there, it's how does his body develop in junior college? How does his skill come along? That sophomore year at junior college is really a big developmental year so we'll see you know how ready he becomes and it's going to be interesting to find out because his physical tools given that his size his length his athleticism are very intriguing and that that's why so many schools are so interested in him
1: we're going we're gonna to end the segment with a school that we don't always talk about so much on College Basketball Podcasts, and that's DePaul. It's not a school that necessarily is always making the headlines, but they had a brief cameo in the top 25 last year, and it seems like they're building on that small victory, getting their second commitment out of Phoenix this week, this time a two-star guard, Brett Hart Jr. What do you like about this guy?
0: Yeah, this, this is an interesting one. Uh, Brett, you know, he's known for his shot-making ability. And he, he joins another Phoenix kid in Keon Edwards who committed early on. So, you know, DePaul doesn't typically go out to the West Coast, being in Chicago. Typically, you want to stay local. But they saw, they saw a chance to get a shot maker and someone who can really stretch the defense. And Hart can do that. So we'll see how ready he is right away. He's got some physical development to do. But the best skill you can have in basketball is being able to shoot. And he can certainly do that.
1: All right. Well, before we head out here, anybody, uh, maybe you're keeping your eye on that you didn't mention in the notebook, a little sneak preview that you can only get on the podcast. You know, uh,
0: Stevie Mitchell, he's going to make a decision on Wednesday. And right now, you know, the crystal ball is really trending towards Marquette. So we'll see where that one goes.
1: All right. Well, everybody should be keeping it locked to Brian Snow on Twitter. That's bsnow247. Read him on 247sports.com and hear him on the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Podcast. But for now, I'm your host, Tiny Levitt, signing off. First of two episodes this week of the 24 7 Sports College Basketball Show.